Hello and welcome to Teaching My Cat to Read, the very serious book review podcast. I'm Eli. I'm Em. And I'm Lottie. And this week on our mini episode, we're discussing everything about Temeraire, His Majesty's Dragon by Naomi Novik. full two episodes we did weren't enough yeah we couldn't fit everything into two episodes but 15 more minutes and we'll get it yeah exactly exactly so yes again um temeraire we read in series one it was actually the first of our double bill because we loved it so much we did two hours it was an unplanned double bill (laughs) yeah the spontaneous we've yeah like you know that Davina McCall meme of her being like oh do you want another one but I remember from John Prescott posting it during the cabinet resignations in June of last year um yeah I missed all the best Twitter jokes on that I think <laughs> yeah we like we we recorded one episode of Temeraire and then the next time we were set to record we we're just like I kind of want to do more Temeraire just do, just do another one just do another yeah. one yeah. um so yeah we're gonna ask the questions that we didn't ask the, first the vital time questions, round. the questions everybody wants to know the Everyone answers to, to the questions on everybody's lips. First one, mansplain, manipulate, male wife. Which one? Who mm. is who? So I think Lawrence is male wife. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah, that's, I think that's Yeah, he's like, I let me follow around after you and pack all your stuff up for you because the way you're folding it is going to make me have an aneurysm. That feels very male wife to me. I would like to put forward Rankin for mansplain. Yeah, because yeah, he I think tries yeah. to convince Lawrence to be a <laughs> to his dragon in a very like, well, this is just how it's done. The way yeah. he like behaves to um to um oh, what's her face, young dragon captain who I love, whose name I have forgotten, even oh, though I love her. Oh, yeah, same, 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 same. Jane, the cool lady. No, yes, no, Wait. I think she is called Jane. Is she not? No, yes. oh no, the it's other Catherine. one. The other one. So I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking mm. of the baby one that is not Lawrence's girlfriend. Oh, the one who not to be madly reductive, Emily. No, I'm Emily. Just like, yeah. Okay, less baby, middle baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, listeners, can you tell we're all really awake? <laughs> can you tell we're recording this at night time? Um, Catherine Harcourt. There we go. Yep. That's that. We got there eventually. <laughs> is that the one whose dragon is called Lily? Yes. Yeah. Because that's gotcha. the that's the like the first hint we're introduced to her and Rankin in the same scene. And the first hint that we have that Rankin is a badden is that she seems really uncomfortable with him and yeah. he keeps calling her Miss instead of Captain. Captain, which is her title. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if we really have a particularly strong candidate for manipulate. I mean, I guess you unless you're counting Rankin's kind of the way he treats Levitas, but I feel like that's it's yeah. not calculated enough. It is just that he doesn't give a sh- the the entire social structure of empire. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no valid point. Um, the existence of the navy and the aerial corps to start with. Um, mm-hmm. Anytime, anytime Lawrence is like, "We must for king and country." You wouldn't want to leave your friends behind, would you? Um, yeah, to convince yeah. Terra that war is good, actually, actually, that's not fair. I'm being mean to Lawrence. I don't think he really does that intentionally. Well, I did, I did have a glance at the TV Tropes page in preparation for this episode. Um, mm. But the thing is that the TV Tropes page does not separate off this book from the rest of the series. So I did get, ah. I did get a tiny little bit spoiled, and it turns out that uh, the rest of the series is like all about imperialism and how it's bad. Actually, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they go, so, they you know, go really heavy on the actually. I mean, I suspect you know, come season four of this podcast, we'll. Probably be doing more of Temeraire series yeah 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 absolutely Although, again we get we get one more freebie on the you know empire is bad but peripherally 
is is mm. season two. And then I think three and four, three, four, yeah, actually just three onwards. It's like, hmm, mm, okay, mm. okay. Yes. Yes. This is the vibe that I have, uh, I have received uh, from glancing through the TV Twitch page. <laughs> Did, did we ever did we ever for this book ask who was the only human in the Muppets adaptation of this book? I, I don't think, don't we, think did. we did. I don't have a strong opinion on this one because I feel like is is Temeraire, What how how do how what do the dragons count as? Because I do think no, the I dragons do are think just dragons. If you let the Jim Henson humans. company do dragons, yeah, the dragons I feel are like dragons. you would have some. You'd get some good <laughs> out of that. They're dragon Muppets. Yes. 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 yes but they're okay. still dragons. Yeah, they're dragon Muppets, but they're still dragons. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't human. know because I think it's too obvious to make it Lawrence, even though it is kind of like he is the outsider yeah. there. No, but Kermit would be Lawrence. <laughs> Lawrence is like hundred percent Kermit would be Lawrence. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, I'm just picturing, picturing Miss Piggy with like the eye patch and like the Roland. Oh, we've yeah. got to have oh, that. Man, yes. Um, so Lawrence is is the Blorbo, so he's Kermit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if sentences that absolutely make sense, don't yeah, ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not, if you don't have Tumblr brain rot and a, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so who is the human? Like his dad, his <laughs> dad. That's quite funny. Yeah, and the dad is played by Michael Caine. Like that's that that <laughs> that just you know, it's the one human, then by one human's Michael Caine, and that's it. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Tim Curry would also have that an absolute true. whale of the time yeah, being the human a, in the Muppet adaptation. Is there a good contender for a Tim Curry character? Nobody's camping off. If you're gonna, if you're yeah. gonna be doing the, not that I'm okay. I'm, 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 I'm stereotyping him as no. What's the word for you when you do that for actors? Typecasting. Because mm. the main things I've seen him in are uh, Rocky Horror, Muppets Treasure Island, and that one scene where he's like, "I'm going to the, I'm going to the one place that hasn't been corrupted <laughs> by capitalism." Space. <laughs> the, the, the spouse and I were laughing about that in the car today. Actually, just completely unrelatedly. <laughs> Um, and uh, thinking about if, if you haven't seen if dear listeners if you haven't seen this video I can't remember what it's from but it's Tim mm. Curry saying the words like we're going to go to the one place that capitalism has not yet like reached mm. or something space and he is like, corpsing he is he is cracking up in this take it, and yeah. what, the, it begs the question how many outtakes were there that were worse than <laughs> and who has the tapes yeah. And what favours do I have to do in order to uh, <laughs> to see those outtakes? Oh dear. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still, I'm really stuck on this one because either the aviators all have to be Muppets or the aviators mm. are the sane ones and the aviators are the humans and Lawrence is, and Lawrence is the Muppet and all the polite society <laughs> people are Muppets. And what is What is truth? I think there can only be one human. I feel like that's a... It has to be. Mm. I mean, you say but, that, but like, it, uh, we're we're holding to it, and that's the question. But like, in Muppets films, there are there is usually more than one human. There's usually like one main human, but like that's true. Treasure Island is definitely a two hander between Jim Hawkins and, and Tim Curry in terms of the humans. Mm. So yeah, you're not we wrong. have we have a bit more flexibility. But also, I tell you what, I tell you what actually means that this, this book can never be a Muppets adaptation is because there is no dynamic duo to be Gonzo and Rizzo. Yeah. Well, the dynamic mm. duo is obviously Lawrence and Tamaret, but then it's just Kermit and Tamaret. Okay, so. they, but they, no, they don't have Gonzo and Rizzo energy though. That's true. They're a different kind of dynamic duo. Would they be like the pair, but in the bar 
like behind the bar at like the um barracks like the people running the bar at the barracks <laughs> the dragon oh, yeah, barracks. No, they're narrating it they're like look at this loser who's come in he's got the best dragon ever and he doesn't know yeah that's, um, that's what they are in christmas carol right they're not characters from the book yeah no they're yeah they're doing the they're doing the narration i'm here mm-hmm. for the story and i'm here for the food yep Oh, yeah. I, also, there's no good candidates, I don't think, for Statler and Waldorf either. Yeah. Breaks my heart. At which point your Muppets adaptation just falls apart, honestly. Why are you even doing it at that point? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I was actually going to ask, like, I, I mean, we fairly, I think we fairly thoroughly covered, like, whether you could do this as a Muppets adaptation. But, like, mm-hmm. thinking of other, like, iconic things that, like, do adaptations. Like, mm. would Studio Ghibli or Muppets do this better? Like, which if... If you're going to pick mm. one. Mm. Oh, Studio Ghibli. Uh. I'm trying to think of a suitable, safe to put on the air phrase. Uh, I, I, I would do um, immoral things for this as a Studio Ghibli movie, I think. <laughs> like this and The Hobbit as Studio Ghibli. See, I think I'm, I'm stronger for on, on The Hobbit as Studio oh, for Ghibli. Sure, yeah. yeah. Uh. Um, partly that's because The Hobbit doesn't have a good adaptation, so... Mm. Uh. Yeah, I mean, uh, to be fair, I don't know that Temurad has any... Uh, actually, I do know that it doesn't have any adaptations because Peter Jackson did option them ages mm. ago. Oh, And the rights he? have since reverted back to Naomi Nova. Yeah. He uh, never did anything with them. Mm-hmm. Oh, See, I don't put, know like... if I trust him because on the one hand, Lord of the Rings, but on the other hand, <laughs> The Hobbit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's and I haven't really seen tricky. any of his other stuff. It, I, <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess it's also a question of how much do the studios have power over it. Mm. That's true. Like, I feel... Me looking, me looking at my framed portrait of Guillermo del Toro. Like you are the only <laughs> bitch I trust. <laughs> cursed guys, cursed adaptation idea. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I've instantly forgot what my idea was. <laughs> it was so cursed that my brain blanked the it who, out. The instantly. people who adapted the Witcher series. <laughs> no, the people who did Persuasion, <laughs> the new Persuasion. Oh, oh, oh. The like oh. fourth wall breaking. We made, we made, um, and what's a face sassy like. Oh Jesus! That was just like an absolute train wreck. Can we not? Patient. I think we might need to just yeah. Just... I think we need to hate watch it. I think we need to hate watch it and and record ourselves. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a, it's a bonus episode content. Yeah, but, like, of how much we hate with actual clips from us watching it live, presumably drunk, <laughs> and um, screaming, that, <laughs> screaming. Yeah, just voice to us, like just screaming. Ah. <laughs> oh. What other anyway. cursed adaptation could you do with this? I don't think it would be cursed, but did any of you mm. ever see um, the Neverending Story movie? Oh no, I didn't. I did so not. there's there's the, this pink fluffy dragon in it, and it's this sort of um, big big puppetry, big sort mm. of almost animatronic. And oh, it has okay. This, it might oh, be because yes. I watched it as a child when I had like an extremely high temperature, but. Mm. It's got this sort of dreamlike, weird quality to it, which is completely in keeping with what that movie is. But I sort yeah. of feel like you could do a very weird, borderline creepy sort mm. of thing with the dragons. Yeah. So, see, this is what I feel about Studio Ghibli doing it, right? Because I feel like you could kind of go, especially with the first one, you could mm. kind of go either way. Because you could hit a sort of more Howl's Moving Castle-esque note where, like, the horrors of war are sort of present and it is, you know, thematically key, if not like, we don't spend a yeah. lot of time there. But the rest of it is still very Studio Ghibli with soft and pottering along and you get the breathing space and everything's very pretty. Or you could do Princess Mononoke. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, Basically, Studio Ghibli, I, I don't feel like they could go wrong. I don't feel like they could adapt something badly, mm. to be honest. Um, do you know what I if think- anybody disagrees with me, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> 
So, Editor Row here, just jumping in for those of you currently screaming at your smartphones. Um, yes, I am a noted Ghibli fan and Earthsea fan, and I do know, I know. Um, but for everyone who doesn't know, and for Eli, let's just leave them in blissful, blissful ignorance. I was going to say, I don't know what I think if we we're going to steal from Austin adaptations. I feel like I'd be really interested to see what the team that made the new Emma film did. Yeah, that was good. That was good fun. In terms of like, just like being very colourful and very like, yeah, I don't know. The the specific comedy of the whole, you know, the servants are very present in scenes and everybody's just pretending that they aren't there, but like they're very much there and it's super awkward. I feel like that kind of plays well with some of the themes of Mm. Temeraire. Although I guess they left you a drawing room, so I guess that particular version of that humour wouldn't really play all that well. Yeah. We didn't actually do Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss. Do we have time? I think we've got a couple of minutes. Let's go quick. Got a couple of minutes. Quick, quick, quick. Okay, I think Rankin once again is kind of we've got Gaslight. We've got Gaslight yeah. there a little bit. Although I think Lawrence's dad also the whole like you have disgraced me by doing the right thing. That I, like that whole conversation felt very. Ugh. I am ignoring everything that you are saying and telling you how things are. Um, Jane Rowland is Girl Boss, right? It, a, a Girl Boss affectionate. Well, that, oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. clarification is necessary because I, I, yes, I tend to default to using it um, de- with uh, um, brackets derogatory behind the, it. <laughs> villainous or, yeah. yeah. Um, did Margaret Thatcher effectively you yeah, know, use yeah, less yeah, girl yeah, power? Absolutely. Who's <laughs> um, um, gatekeep? Oh, 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 the Navy officers. The, oh, yeah, my God. The ones that like they go to dinner with them and Lawrence is like, oh. if it were not for the laws of this land, I would have slaughtered you. But as it is, yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to say something that, you know, in Regency terms is unspeakably rude and to you and I just sounds like a very polite brush off. Uh- <laughs> Having now seen the equivalent scene in Our Flag Means Death, oh. I want to go back and reread that book because it's the same scene, isn't it? It's these people, I, I suppose no, because he, Lawrence was previously well respected among these people. Yeah, but it's yeah, like, yeah. I have found for myself a new and better way of being and now mm. I have to go back and, and sort of confront the uh, the worst, like the sort of worst parts of what I, the things I used to think were good and now I realise aren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is making me have, I'm circling back on the, there's no, gon- like, um, queerness, there's no gonzo. Lawrence, gender things, maybe? Lawrence gender mm. things, maybe. I'm having gender thoughts about Lawrence now. This is bad. Well, you've got this constructed idea of, like, what it is to be a man in society, and then the mm. aerial core are kind of just outside all of those norms. Yeah. And, and gender, gender is a socially constructed norm, so... And thinking about, you know, him, him being our, like, main category for male wife as well. Like, the fact mm. that he... I mean, he's very good at his job, but, like, a lot of what we hear from him in terms of, like, wanting stuff in this book is fairly domestic... Yeah. And he's not actually like, you know, he's like, obviously we will do our duty for king and country, but he's not thrilled about the idea of taking Temeraire, scholar, gentleman, all round nerd mm. to a mm. battlefield. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Or like, you know, killing people. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, mm. I don't know. No, I'm no, no more fan fictions. Much to think about. No more fan fictions in win- which I project my gender things onto random L- Lads, I'll be Borbos. honest, I don't think we actually covered all of Temeraire in, in this episode. Um. <laughs> I think we're going to have to do it again, guys. I think we're yeah. just going to have to... Oh, <laughs> just, no! We'll just oh, do another, another, episode. another mini episode. We'll just do what? But if just you do want to go and listen to our uh, original review, it's episodes 14 and 15 
of mm. series one, which you can find on our website because that has all the podcast episodes there with all the major podcast platforms. And when you go to your podcast platform, just remember to subscribe. Lovely little subscribe button or follow. I think it is now. Might not. I keep saying subscribe, and I think I'm pretty sure most. The of thing is, the thing anyway. is, we all we all absorbed the like and subscribe. Even without, yeah. I don't know about you, Lottie. I'm not a YouTube person really, but still, I have absorbed the don't forget to like and subscribe. Exactly, it lives yeah. rent free in my brain. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that bell so that and you get the bell. updates yeah. when I go live. <laughs> we don't go live. It's fine. Um, and don't forget to send us a nice little message as well telling us that you like us and that uh, yeah. you like our vibes mm. yeah and it, and it does make us genuinely happy and also there is actually a bell on spotify where you can get notified <laughs> when the podcast drops so you can hit Don't the bell on spotify like, subscribe and hit that bell hit that bell <laughs> um and if you want to send us a message you can do so via our website and you can recommend us some books to read but for now we'll send you big virtual hugs and we will see you next time bye, bye.